Sleepover Talks. I'm your host, Christina. In today's episode, we have Tiffany. She's a Christian blogger, and I'm excited to have this conversation. Tiffany, can you give a um, one-minute bio any fun fact about you? Hi, yes. So um, my name is Tiffany. Like I said, I'm a Christian blogger, and mm-hmm. I kind of started my journey travel blogging, actually, and mm-hmm. the Lord just put it on my heart to make my platform a a Christian platform. And so I kind of slowly but surely started blogging more and more about my faith and sharing my experiences. And it's kind of, you know, taken off from there. Made Uh, that transition. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was intentional, but yes, I I transitioned kind of out of the travel space, even though a lot of, (laughs) a lot of my traffic (laughs) is still from my, my travel posts, but Uh my, I would say like the face of my brand is a Christian brand. And what is a fun fact about you? Fun fact. Well, normally I tell people about my travel experience, actually, because <laughs> I have traveled so extensively. Uh, uh-huh. I've been to 57 countries. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And so I've done uh, a lot of really cool things. Like mm-hmm. I hiked um, the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu, seen oh, the nice. pyramids. Yeah. Like scuba dived in Thailand, a lot of really fun adventures. And so that's usually kind of the best I got when it comes to fun facts. I'm bad at fun facts. <laughs> and that is really fun, like, that you do that. You know, that's cool. I like that. Okay, should we jump into our conversation? Or Sure. Yeah. Can you um, tell us about your faith journey and your walk with Jesus? Like, how did you, like, come to him? Like, were you always a Christian? Or was there, like, a, a moment in your life where you came to him? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, I was raised in a Christian household and I Mm -hmm. grew up going to church and everything, but I, there was something about it that like never fully clicked for me. Um, Uh I, I can say that I, I can definitely say I I had a heart to follow the Lord. Like I wanted to do what was right and I wanted Mm -hmm. to follow after him, but there was just like this disconnect and I just didn't get so many things and I did not walk out a life of faith for many, many years. It actually wasn't until I was 27 and my, my husband was filing mm-hmm. for a divorce and he, he'd had an affair and he was wanting to leave oh, wow. me. And yeah, yeah, it was definitely a world collapsing, like mm-hmm. my life is ending kind yeah. of experience. And I just mm-hmm. felt like everything around me crumbled pretty, everything I knew about like my identity and who I was mm-hmm. and all of that out beneath me and so it was then that I I mean it was like I needed Jesus to be real I was like I need you to be who Mm -hmm. you say you are because I cannot do this thing anymore I cannot I go on I don't have any hope I don't have any like motivation like I mean this just sucks and so it was really like I guess you call like a come to Jesus yeah (laughs) where I was just like you either are who you are or you're not and I need you to prove it to me right now and so and he did like um, I, I really just like gave it my all. I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm all out for you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to prove to me that you are like the God that you claim to be in the Bible. And so, and it, and he did, he is faithful. He is. Oh, who that's he says awesome. he is. And so, yeah. And so my life was really just transformed from there. I went deeper with the Lord and I didn't even know, like you could go 
more intimate relationship with like that's stuff like that was not even a concept for me so that's the stuff that I learned was just like who he is and how to have like a relationship with him and stuff like that yeah that's very true because a lot of times I feel like a lot of people are like oh I want to believe in God but then you have to have like these rules and then I don't know if it's a relationship with him or what because I was like that like I was away from him like through high school and the beginning of college so I was like towards my end of my college career when I was like really depressed it's like I need Jesus I you know I need like a whole like different friend and like it was such an uh, having him in my life gave me that peace that I always wanted you know what I mean oh yes yes yeah the the peace that transcends all understanding is a real thing yes (laughs) that's real how has having Jesus in your life changed you like in your life overall I can't even describe it changed (laughs) me in literally every single way um Mm -hmm. The biggest things that like, cause I mean, cause that's like, it's, it's so like everything. I feel like mm-hmm. I really am a transformed person. Um, mm-hmm. It just has been a transformation from the inside out. But the biggest things I would say is that like, by, by nature, I am a very selfish person. I think I, we all are. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like I really only care about myself and like yeah. what I want to do and like the goals that I have and like uh-huh. me, me, me. And I mean, it's just that like when you really dig into Jesus and his word and and like understand who he is, like he gives you the father's heart and like God cares about people. He yeah. cares about other people. And yep. so it's like all of a sudden I like, I mean, it's just like it's little things like all of a sudden I see people on the side of the road that need help or like mm-hmm. not even that dramatic it, it's been that dramatic but it's like small things like oh this person seems upset I need to ask them how they are or, yeah it, it's just like it's not this big like oh I went off on a mission trip and like I'm saving the world it's like the, <laughs> in the little things it's like the people that God surrounds you with your co-workers the people you go to church with your friend mm-hmm. group, your family it's like all of a sudden you have a different heart to these about yeah. people and you want to you like for me, I felt like I, if I, I would like become bitter or something, if like mm-hmm. uh, they did something wrong, but now I, it's almost like I have an empathy for them and you just, yeah. your heart changes. Um, and that's the biggest thing. It's just like this massive heart change that is not. <laughs> it's, it's very true because instead of like, you know, like you said, being bitter or wishing them karma, you're like, I want to pray for them, pray for like their healing, pray that they come to God sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. So, cause I used to be like, oh my gosh, I hope they get karma. I hope they get this, you know, but now I'm not like that. <laughs> Because it's like, well, they're probably hurting too. You know, they need to come to God. And sometimes yeah. they're, they're not, you know. And that's really sad how that can uh, really be. Um, how important is community to you? Do you think it's important to have friendships with women who are in faith too? If so, how can we connect? Yeah, you know, I love that question because, you know, for the longest times, it's honestly like in those years before I was like taking it seriously and really digging mm-hmm. in. I did not I had very little Christian friends I kind of like segmented my life to like these are my party friends these are my work friends and these are my Christian friends but I can't really like be friends with them because yeah they're gonna judge me I can't be half me Uh, yeah yeah exactly I this it's like you're the split personality this is who I am when I'm with them and this is who I am when Mm -hmm. I'm with the rest of my friends and Mm -hmm. like I I lived that way for so so long and like it's, it's really, it's unfair for both groups because like with my Christian friends, I'm just like, I don't feel like I'm being myself because I'm like, I can't yeah. fully like, I don't know, connect with you because I'm not, I don't know. Like I feel judged or I feel all these mm-hmm. things. And then with the other group though, like they're probably doing things that I don't agree with and my moral compass and the Holy Spirit is like, 
no, like you shouldn't do this, but you do it anyways, you know? Um, yeah, you feel guilty about it. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's something that I battled for a long time. But, you know, to be honest with you, when I did start going deeper in my faith, the Lord started, mm-hmm. I prayed for friendships because I like, I was just like, I was very intentional about that. I was like, God, bring me friends, bring me friends who are going to like, motivate lift me yes like help me to be better that like don't judge me that I can like because I I wanted Christian friends that didn't judge me and I could be myself because I Mm -hmm. still especially when you're kind of like a newborn Christian and even though Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I was a newborn Christian but I was new to the faith in a lot of ways even though I've been following Jesus for a while um Mm -hmm. like you you need accountability but you need like someone who's gonna do that in love you know yeah Um, or else it's like you feel judged and like you're like well I'm not opening up to them again like yeah like thanks (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and so the the Lord is good I mean he he provided um people in my life and he's just continued to like I have like it it, is friends are Christian hands down Mm -hmm. like that's my community that's the those are my ride or die Mm -hmm. I have wonderful male friends too and um it's not that I don't want to surround myself with unbelievers. It's just that like there, I've found that we it's have a little hard. In common. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. It's like, like, especially if you're talking about something that like I talk about with my Christian friends, like, so let's just say we're talking about like uh, issues um, at work or uh, boyfriend issues or whatever. It's just like the way that you go about problem solving for that is completely different. And so yes. it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to get like, advice that's completely not in alignment with my faith and that's yeah like worldly advice or what they've been through like their own experiences and then you're like oh great that's not what I wanted you to tell me yeah yeah Yeah. and they don't they don't they don't lift you up to be holy because oftentimes like we do our default setting is to live by the world and to be like oh well just get even and just do this yeah you need Mm -hmm. friends around you who are going to speak truth and life into you and so yeah so at this point all of my close friends are Christian, but that's the reason. It's like, I don't want anyone yeah. to ever think that like, oh, you're not Christian. I can't be your friend. <laughs> it's not the case. It's just, these are the people that I relate to the best. That you feel comfortable with, with being with. Yeah. If someone um, think God is real, but has a hard time coming to terms about like, hey, I know he exists, but I don't know. Like I'm questioning, like, what would you say to someone in that aspect? Yeah. So the, the thing is what I hear a lot from people is that I feel mm-hmm. like a vast majority of people do believe in God um, mm-hmm. and recognize some sort of higher power, whether they call mm-hmm. it God or the universe or whatever. I, I mm-hmm. For the most part, I think that most people do recognize that. Um, mm-hmm. And but it, it's a select it's a narrow it's, it's a narrow path that actually yeah. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life like he cl- claims to be. And so. Yeah. Um, if someone believes in God, but they don't believe in Jesus necessarily, uh, that, it, that's so, if they're genuinely, this is the thing you have to have discernment because like some people are just looking for a fight, like not, often, yeah, that's right. They, they don't want to know they're not, they're not open. And, and you, you have to pray for discernment in that area because you're honestly like, I don't want to say wasting your breath, but the Bible says, don't throw pearls to pigs. It's like, if people aren't gonna cherish um and see the value in your faith and they're just gonna they're just looking for a fight they're looking to make you feel stupid or that your faith is dumb that can be really hard on you as like a believer trying to shine the light you know and so that's why sometimes like if you have that discernment it's like you don't even 
don't even go there. You know, it's like, okay, if you want to have a real conversation with me, I'm open mm-hmm. to it. But if they're not, then I don't even mess with it. Um, but I have had many conversations about people who are genuinely curious. And so mm-hmm. for those group of people, um, convince them of anything it can be, uh, so you, it's really touchy because you don't want to make them feel yeah, um, or like they're like, I mean, you're, you're going to die and go to hell. Like, you, you know, those <laughs> the last things that you want to hear. hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So the, the way I approach this is I just I just share my my testimony. You know, if people mm-hmm. ask me, like, I've had I had one person ask me, like, you just seem so optimistic and so like happy. Like, I feel like joy can be like a Christian word. So most people don't use that word. But that's, yeah. you know, what, that's what they're getting at, you know? Yeah. And you know, what what motivates you? What keeps you, you know, just like, like what's your purpose? Yeah. yeah. And then and then I just I share them my testimony, you know, I was like, well, I'm a believer. And like, even though like things and I, I'm just straight with them I'm like look I have so many problems in my life yeah but my problems don't define who I am and what my value is and I then it's like an open about my faith and like mm-hmm. the the hope and the joy and the love and all of these like wonderful things that I have in my faith and so I try I try to have it really go more in that direction and if they're genuinely open it's usually a very like uh conversation like it's not like well I don't believe in that like usually they don't like get angry with me it's kind of like oh wow like sometimes they're open and they're like um they're curious to know yeah maybe I'll go to church with you one day maybe I'll check this out and then other times I get the well that's good for you (laughs) (laughs) you're like well gee (laughs) that works for you yeah 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 so I mean, either way, you're just planting a seed it's, and you're just sharing mm-hmm. your testimony. But I feel like when it comes to like trying to win somebody over, it's, it's, it's you can't like that's only only Jesus can can save lives, you know, very and true. I always there. just say I just I'm going to pray for you. That's what I always say. Like, I hope you come to God some someday soon. That's what I always say. I don't know if that's like a right way to say it. But that's what I do. It's like, I hope you like find Jesus in you and hopefully you have that happiness that everybody that has when they are with God, you know? Yeah. I like like to say, um, let's, how can we find a church that feels like home or uh, we feel like this is a place that makes us feel like we are we belong here because I know in my old church because I used to be a Catholic and that place I was, Mm -hmm. it was kind of like high school. Everybody had their own clique, if that made sense. And if, like, some days you didn't go, you would feel, like, out of, like, place, you know? And so how would you feel, like, if someone is going back to church or something like that? How would you tell them what's the best way to find, like, a church that you feel like is right for you? Okay. I actually – I lost you for a second. Was the question just how do you get kind of, like, how do you find a church and um... – yeah, like, how do you like, find, a ch- find a home? Yeah, like, how do you know that church is your home for you? Because, like, how I mentioned that I I was a Catholic before, and, like, going there, mm-hmm. it felt like high school, kind of, where you were, like, very clicky. So how do you know, like, that place is, like, for you, if that makes 
Yeah. That is so funny you, you say that because, okay, well, first of all. I hate using um, that term, but that's the yeah, way I can describe true. it. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah. And all churches have it to some degree, you know? Yes. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a valid question. It's something that, like, you know, as, as a community, you're going to run into and you need to, like, not have, like, a spirit of offense that, you know, oh, my yeah. gosh, like, I don't get invited. And that's, that's yeah. you know, and that's, it's that sucks you know that makes it doesn't feel great especially when it comes from church so yeah anyways okay so let's see uh for finding a church in general oh mm-hmm. uh, man it's such a hard <laughs> it could be a hard process honestly i just feel like you have to pray that god will lead you to the right place like shop around um mm-hmm. and pray that he's going to reveal to you how some way that like mm-hmm. what the church is that you that you need to be going to and where you need to get planted because here's something that like I've noticed is that when people are church shopping um mm-hmm. when they don't have a solid confirmation from God that this is where they want this is where God wants them to grow and this is where God wants them to be planted and have community mm-hmm. they like you start you start seeing things that are wrong in the church because every church has something wrong with it mm-hmm. and you start nitpicking it apart well, I don't like this and I don't like that and the pastor said this and, and then you kind of just or they have this, youth like, groups or groups on sun, like during the week and I have work and I can't come here like yeah I, I totally get it <laughs> yeah well you develop this like I don't know like you're you're, you're not supporting your church you're just mm-hmm. kind of like breaking it down and I think a part of that reason is that like it's like you don't feel that like confirmation that confidence that this is my church I'm a part of this this is like I if I'm mad at the church well then I'm a part of it so I can maybe be on this committee or be a part of this and like help to make a change or you know like it's it's not like the church is separate from me it's like well you are the church because you are the body of Christ so yeah now you're a part of it you know yeah I think that can really help is just having that confirmation having um the the Lord like give you that peace that like you know you're going to see some things wrong but this is where I want you and this is where I want you to grow and you're you know where you're going to develop community so I think that that piece of it is so um big and then also of course to like caveat that you want to make sure that it's a bible um church so someone who's preaching the bible somebody who is um reading scripture who is um not I guess like uh, going to lead you astray and that the biggest way I want to know that is are they preaching scripture is it mm-hmm. is it the word of God that they are preaching from um, and do you have confirmation from the Holy Spirit that this is where he wants you so yeah those are those are big those are two big things do you want to talk a little bit about that about like you know speaking from the Bible because I know I was I have been watching American Gospel on Netflix I haven't been finishing it yet but they have been talking about how there's like a lot of pastors who are say that they're pastors, but they're more like motivational um, speakers instead of actually reading from the Bible. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely can. Um, I I think that this again goes to like ha- where where has the Holy Spirit put you because. If you're new in your walk, like you, you want to have, you want to be rooted in the word. Um, and, but also like sometimes these, these more, the style of preaching that can be feel good, like that can, um, really help you out in the beginning, but it's, yeah. Paul refers to it as like, you start off with milk before you give them meat. I think people need milk. People need like this kind of entryway into faith and where they can grow but then at some point you I mean like you switch to the meat you switch to like this is the the um 
building blocks of mm-hmm. our faith and like you cannot shy away from that you cannot like sugarcoat those things because you're not going to grow like that's part of the word of god and so um you you definitely need to some point transfer over um I know a lot of people who are more comfortable, they don't understand, right? Like they, yeah. they first start going and they're just like lost or something. Mm-hmm. And so those milk, those more milky, I guess, <laughs> sermons are good for them and are helpful for them. Mm-hmm. And then once they are, get more like, like and under, death, footing, yeah. yeah, footing underneath them. And then they start like transforming over into like the more meaty stuff. And so, um, so I don't, I don't like to diss any church pastor. or any pastor or anybody mm-hmm. like that. I think that there is a place for, um, for anyone who's anointed and called to share the word of God. And mm-hmm. some people's style, like for, you know, some people's styles are different. So I know that yeah. God has put a calling on me of encouragement. And so just because my, my main goal is to encourage you in your faith and encourage you. And like, if you are an entrepreneur or, you know, whatever it is the Lord's mm-hmm. putting on your heart. And I'm not sitting here talking about like your sinner, your sinner and like your, or like, <laughs> I don't know, the blood yeah. of Jesus what I'm talking about yeah what does it mean I'm not an anointed Christian <laughs> called by God yeah my purpose is different and so I'm that's the way I look at different pastors is some have this like anointing that it is more feel goody I would say mm-hmm. and then other ones like you you need that meat like you need you need it good and the Holy Spirit will will lead you to that and convict you of things and like I think a lot of people think it's a pastor's job to convict to convict you but the word is very clear it's the Holy Spirit who convicts so he's going to convict you of certain things in your life to help you grow um, and it, and I think it's just important just to pray about it to yourself, pray about it, talk to other people around you who have gone to that church or are going to certain places like that, that you want to go to. Like, hey, this church is in another city. I want to go. Do I know somebody there? You know, I think it's also important to do that, you know, like just pray to make sure you're going there because you don't want to go somewhere and be like, well, it's a Christian church, you know, but does it have the same values and morals that you want? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's again, yeah, praying about it, having discernment, discernment from the Lord, all of that is really huge. Um, because like, there's, there's some churches that you can go to and you just sort of like, like, I have a friend of mine, she can walk into a church and mm-hmm. within like a couple of songs of the worship, she was like, nope, 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 this isn't my church. <laughs> she just like, she's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I think it's always, it's always a good idea to have like, to maybe be a little like prickly to have a you know, about like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to just go in blindly following the crowd and just like soaking up everything that you hear without um, yes. having any discernment like that's but that's a part of the walk is developing discernment because I feel like I'm saying that word a lot but it's just so huge um, no it's true like my senior year of high school one of my best friends growing up since preschool he's like oh I want to go to church with me I'm like sure but I felt so uncomfortable because they spoke in tongues and I never done that in my life and I was just like uh what am I supposed to do (laughs) you know because I grew up Catholic and I was just like completely uncomfortable during that time I was like I don't know like I don't think this is right for me you know so and and that's easy yeah it might season if it's if it's too much for you then too much for you at that time and yeah I know the Lord might might call you later in life and you you just don't know who knows yeah yeah but if that's if that's not where like he has you now then that's you're not going to grow you can't be at church and being comfortable all the yeah. time you know there's a difference between like 
hearing something about the word of God that's like, oh, that hurts because the word of God is a double-edged sword. But it's, yeah. it's completely different to be like, I'm really uncomfortable. Like, yeah, no, yeah. When I went, when I was when when I went when I was 18, I was just like, oh, no, I think I'll stick with the Catholic Church. Not that it was any better, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Bible studies. How important are Bible studies? Should we do them by a plan or a book, or can we do them individually? Like, let's say someone wants to do a Bible study, how sh- how would you tell them, or what's the best way to like research to do that? Oh, uh, Bible study has been like a transformative process throughout my life, and mm-hmm. so um, I tend to just tackle one book at a time. I really like the reading plans that are. Um, like you're you're flip-flopping through all the oh, yeah. uh-huh. of the bible i for me so that's like not to say it doesn't work for everybody but mm-hmm. that doesn't work for me i would rather like okay i'm reading the book of john and i'm gonna mm-hmm. read the book of john all the way through and really try to have a good understanding of it there's some book it's more of a story and I don't do a lot of like analysis quote unquote on it. Like I'm not mm-hmm. doing like word studies or anything too intensive. I'm just, um, just reading it. Like right now I'm rereading the book of Exodus. I've read it many times. Oh, okay. Every time I read it, I get something new and it reads like a story. And so what I tend to do is um, I always, I, I mark in my Bible. I have like highlighters and pens and like, mm-hmm. you know, little uh, Bible journal where I can make notes and everything Mm -hmm. and I just start to like read it and I start writing down even if it's like super generic like um Moses part of the water like I'll write that (laughs) in the comments you know if I just something that like make that stands out to me like what what am I reading that just really stands out to me and I try to look for like how can this relate to my life you know Mm -hmm. so for instance because I'm I'm reading Exodus I can use it as an example okay Um, it says how when Moses first came to um, Pharaoh, the the Pharaoh before like the any of the plagues or anything had even started, Pharaoh got angry and he made the Egyptians work um, the same quota, even though he stopped giving them hay um, to help them like do their work and everything. And so pretty much like the lives of the Israelites had gotten harder. Um, and so the Israelites, it says that. Um, Moses came to talk to the Israelites, but the Israelites wouldn't talk to him because they were disappointed. And I just like it, that just really stood out to me because I was like, wow, God had promises and miracles and deliverance um, in their future. But because they're looking at their immediate surroundings, which was my life just got harder. Mm-hmm. They, they dismissed the entire thing. Like, nope, we don't want anything to do with you, Moses, <laughs> you know? Like what we do in general as people too. Like God yeah. will give us these plans and all these things for us. And we're like, oh yeah, right. Like it won't happen, you know? Same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, I, I it really stood out to me because I just feel like um, sometimes life can get harder before it gets easier. And sometimes mm-hmm. you have to really press in and keep believing for the promises of God and just because you don't see it happening immediately doesn't mean that God's not going to deliver you. And that yeah. God doesn't have something good for you. And so that's like this like giant like life lesson I learned from <laughs> one verse. That's awesome though. But, that's, very- but that's like, yeah, that's the stuff I try to do is like, how, like look at it and then ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, like show me something. Like, how can I apply this to my life? How, how can I make this real? And um, that's, that's like the, for me, the best way is just like reading and figuring out what stands out to me and leaning on the Holy Spirit to guide me and to reveal things to me that like is beyond the pages, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then besides that, I also really love um, the Bible Project. I don't know if you're familiar with it. 
No, want to talk about it? Yeah, it's a it's a YouTube channel um, started by two pastors out of I believe oh yeah Portland Oregon. Okay. And what they do is they break down each book of the Bible and give you like an overview. And they, since they've already finished doing that, like each so each um, YouTube video is like a book mm-hmm. of the Bible and they break it down. And give oh, that's like awesome! Insight. I know it's fantastic. <laughs> And, I want to uh, look up the, that up. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll be addicted. I promise you. <laughs> um, and then since they've already done every book of the Bible, they've started making it topical, you know. And so they have stuff on like what uh, on like the temples of God and what that means. And um, I don't know, like, they they put out a new video. I want to say like every week. And so they're super informative. Uh, one of the guys who does it has like like ten degrees in Bible studies. It's like oh wow, yeah. And so the, yeah, and they're really cool. Like it's not above anyone's knowledge. I promise. It's not like oh, <laughs> I need to have like a PhD in order to understand this. Like yeah, it's so well done and easy to understand. It's it's great. I love it. So that's a really good resource. I'd highly recommend that. I will put that in the um, show notes once we're done with the episode. Do you want to talk about how we can find like? bible studies because i know we have she reads truth and we also have um blessed is she and then a bunch of others like amazon where you can find like uh certain bible studies do you want to talk about where you find yours like do you like go on a certain website or do you just yeah in general so my method is i i I hardly (laughs) go through like an actual physical bible study like i purchase a bible study online and buy it and like (laughs) go through it i i hardly ever do that mm-hmm. what I do do is um when I'm when I'm I have a study bible mm-hmm. usually he or the ESV translation both translations um offer bible um so they're like extra commentary attached to it okay and everything and that's like my favorite I love um reading the extra notes and everything and then mm-hmm. if you, it gives you context usually they'll, they'll come with maps and like all kinds of things that you can just nerd out if that's your thing. <laughs> it is mine. So I love it. Um, and in addition to that, I like to do word studies. And so it's a, it's, if there's a word that I just don't understand, or there's, if there's like a verse specifically, mm-hmm. that I, I'll actually type, you just type it in the verse. So like Ephesians 3.12, or I just, oh. need, I, need, I just made a verse up. So type that mm-hmm. in and then put interlinear, like the words put interlinear. And okay. show you the, exact translation of the greek um to the english and oh i then like that can, yeah you, you get so much insight that way so you if you can look at a word like i did that one for jesus um i think it's the one that says jesus wept maybe i mean i've done it for many but um mm-hmm. when you look at like the actual greek word you can click on it and it takes you kind of pretty much a strong's concordance sort of thing and it shows you like what the actual meaning of that word and um it's it just it's so insightful I, I wish I had an example off the top of my head of where like my mind was <laughs> that means but that's the kind of like I feel like like breakthroughs you get is like you read it and you're like whoa like that is super deep and super cool um I'm gonna have to try that we're gonna have to talk a little bit more about it off the um podcast if we yeah can. yeah um do you have a favorite scripture or a worship song? Because I, uh, one of my favorite worship songs is called Holy, Holy by We the Kingdom. So I don't know what you're like, if you have a favorite scripture or a I worship know song. That one. I'm sure yes, that listen actually. to it. <laughs> holy, holy. Okay. I'll send you a link. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's one that I have been obsessed with lately. Mm-hmm. It's called Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. 
Okay. I don't I'll have to listen to that. It for the first time. I don't know if this is the radio. I really don't know. There's so many. Actually, I'm like looking at my list now. Let me see. Oh, do you know The Blessing? It's by, I, uh, actually, it's Cody Carr. <laughs> I know Elation Worship because isn't that Stephen Furtick's church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many ones. But yeah, those <laughs> ones I've been like putting. I just, I love them. I love them. Okay. Um, uh, so, okay. Uh, okay. I was getting excited about like talking about songs. <laughs> I know. I know. I just keep going. I could. Um, I, I just want to address the Bible verse one. There's so yeah. many, so many amazing Bible verses, but I think one that like, I, especially this week, it's been like replaying in my head. So we'll go mm-hmm. with this one further. This one's like my favorite maybe mm-hmm. for this week, but it's um, come to me all who are weary and heavy burden. And I will. Oh, I like rest. that one. It's just, is that just so comforting? And it's just like, oh, like it is. You're like, oh, okay. Great. Especially when your mind is like racing and going crazy. It's like, okay, I'm fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love it. But, you know, of course, there's a ton of good ones. Yeah, there is. That one, you know, this week seems to be a standout. I noticed you have a business relating making cards. Can you talk about your business and how you started the adventure and what was the reason behind it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, my card business is so fun. Um, mm-hmm. I started that it's actually so I was told you about my divorce and everything mm-hmm. and when I first like really kind of rededicated my life for Christ and I'm like no we're for real this time <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's amazing because I feel like this is just how good I think I feel God is is that in that moment I was so without hope like I just needed something to keep me going like yeah. I had no motivation for anything and it was in that season of feeling just so like done with everything that he put this like little dream inside of me of one day having a business that glorified God. And what he what he showed me was like having these greeting cards that um, it, it's also okay. So it also goes into like where I was in that season of life because um, I was at like rock bottom, like my things that normally like I loved I just didn't care about anymore for instance like I'm a shopper love fashion girl love same, same. Yeah. <laughs> but like and my mom was like trying to make comfort me she's like let's go shopping and I'm just yeah. like like it's just you it, yeah you, know, when, you just when, didn't feel it anymore oh no it, yeah and the same for travel of course like, I love to travel yeah. it's just like I actually traveled during that season I like went on a road trip saw some beautiful things around California mm-hmm. like you know like just um, like big sir like gorgeous gorgeous things like mm-hmm. in honestly like in the whole world and I was like no like this so it, yeah. I really like hit a point where like nothing helped what I was going through except for the word of God it was by reading the word of God and it filled me with hope and it filled mm-hmm. me with just that like life was going to be okay what I wanted was to create a greeting card company rooted in scripture that mm-hmm. you could give to somebody when they're um going through a similar season and it just like it's rooted in scripture and this is what the word of god says about your situation and what you're going through and so like one of my cards friends it's a sympathy card and it's it's all it says cast your cares on the lord oh well because it's just like you know it's so much better than just saying um I don't know. Like, what like happy birthday. Like, happy birthday. You're awesome. Or you're like, tomorrow's yeah, a new day. Like, or something. Yeah, tomorrow's a new day. Yeah, something like that. And 
it's not weighty. It's just yeah. like I guess tomorrow's probably gonna suck too. You know? <laughs> but like, it's, yeah. it's just like for me having that it rooted in scripture and like you know the, uh-huh. the Lord is my refuge. Like stuff like that. Like oh, it had so much more power. It's and encouraging. That's what, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I wanted. Is I wanted cards that were just rooted in scripture. And the same thing for like big seasons of your life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the Bible has so much in it about you know, the purpose that, that he's created you to be unique. Yes. And with a purpose and a calling. And I, I, I haven't actually made graduation cards yet, but that's something that I would like is these, other, you know, these big seasons where you're making mm-hmm. big milestones in your life. It's like, well, what does the word of God say about this season of your life and the transition you're going through? And that, you know, he has big plans for you and whatever it is that you've just achieved. And so there's so many, there's so many things, but yeah, that was the idea behind it. And that's kind of the dream the Lord put in my heart was creating a business that was glorifying to him and rooted in his word and could give hope and encouragement to people when they really needed it. That's awesome that you started. Actually, it my heart, like that you started this, you know, like when you were at your lowest and now you want to encourage somebody, whether it's just like by a car with the scripture, you know, hopefully, you know, they can see you like, hey, she started this business and she has, you know, like little verses and scriptures in the cards, you know, now I know that I'm not alone and they get to hear your t- testimony too behind it. I think that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. If someone wants to start a business or a blog, what do you have advice for them? Like, let's say, like, hey, I want to start what you did. Like, what would you say? Like, what's something that you wish I would tell you, like, when you were, like, in the beginning stages? Oh, my, a million things. <laughs> I've learned so much. <laughs> Uh, I was so hopeless. Like, I had oh, no clue, no. like, at all. Um, it, it was actually I look back at so I think I've had my blog now going on four years and I'm just like oh I was so naive I knew nothing. oh congrats <laughs> Thanks. yeah but you got to somewhere right and that yeah honestly, it's okay I I actually hate this advice and I'm gonna give it but I'll, I'll, show, I'll give more advice <laughs> afterwards promise but uh-huh. you just have to start like that is I you just you just do you just yeah. have to make the decision that I'm doing it and and do it And there's honestly, there's so many tutorials out there, like go to YouTube, how do I start a blog? What do I need? And like the there's foundation, you'll need a domain and a web host and Mm -hmm. like a theme and like, you know, there's certain things that you're going to need, but the the building blocks are like really simple, but how to trend, like you have to, so just, you have to do it. So getting that thing up and going, especially if you're not technical, which I am not very technical. Same. (laughs) In that area, but like, oh girl, like it is a pain. It's such a pain. Um, I'm sure it is. (laughs) Yeah. That, that part is not fun. Um, But besides that, you just have to do it. You just have to start writing. You have to, uh, I would brainstorm about Mm -hmm. like topics that you want to talk about. So for me, it was very clear. I wanted to do travel. That's like, (laughs) I love to travel. And so, I didn't have to think about it too hard. I was like, bam, travel. That's what I'm like. Doing. That's it. <laughs> um, but like I did do a lot of brainstorming in advance. I would definitely say think of 15 to 20 bl- blog posts before you ever write a blog post. Like think of 15 to 20 like, topics that you want to talk about. And that's how you'll know that you've hit a topic that is good for you. Is that mm-hmm. like if you're running out of steam after two or three ideas, like maybe you don't have enough knowledge in that on that topic or maybe this is just not something that like you have any expertise because in the, the day like you want to share with people valuable information and if you don't have valuable information to yeah. share then like the, it might not be as successful as you hope it would be you know um, exactly that's so true yes <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I, you want something that you can easily like, just like, boom, 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 like 15 to 20 different like 
blog post ideas and what would you say in them? And you don't want something short, like, you know, you want to write up a good thousand words on like, on whatever topic it is. And so that that's step one is just like, get the brains, get the technical aspect out of the way, <laughs> get the brainstorming on the topic and all of that out of the way. And then the marketing is a whole other animal. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my, I actually, so if you go to my website, lavendervines.com, I have, you scroll down a little bit, but I have a section on blogging and I actually have like a seven day email course about like hand holding you through the blogging oh, process. Okay. So anyone who wants to, they're free to, to sign up. It's 100% free. I give away a lot of advice that I can't share, you know. Like, that's so uh, kind of you to do that because a lot of times you have to pay for like those type of things you're like oh pay for my course it's yeah dollars to be honest I do recommend that at some point if you're serious about it you're gonna want to invest in a course but like you don't want to I mean unless it's like unless this is something that you're like oh I'm I'm in it to win it like or like no a hobby yeah. yeah but if you're if you're not sure like I would just just hit the ground running just go just post out there and this is something you really have a passion for and you love and enjoy and you really want to like make and Mm -hmm. you know get paid and like do all that then yeah you're gonna need a course I would I would say that's you need to be open-minded to to paying for expert advice but see that that's so that's so true because when I started my podcast I started late April Mm -hmm. and there's like a bunch of Facebook groups that you know, there's girls like around my age or a little bit older because I'm 28 and they're like, oh, I have a podcast. You want to connect? You want to talk? I'm like, this is how I started. This is how I did this. I'm like, oh, that's so because I have no idea what I'm doing like in the beginning stages of it. But now that I'm like earning a little bit money with like my ad that I made and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just so amazing like how much effort. If you want to do something, whether it's like a hobby or you want to make it like a job later, you'll find a way. There's like no excuses. Yeah, there's so many resources. Yeah. Did you tell your family and friends about it, like your business when you first were starting out, or were you more like secretive? Like I, when I first started my <laughs> podcast, I was kind of like, I don't know. I was so secretive. I didn't <laughs> want anyone to know. Greeting card part of it. So I started the blog mm-hmm. um, again, like four years ago, and then I've I've had the greeting card business only for a year. Like we're mm-hmm. like literally, this is like closing on like the anniversary, so it's like one year. Uh, so I wasn't so because my blog was already successful and like uh-huh. it was I wasn't so like it wasn't as nerve wracking to kind of branch off and do a different aspect because I have uh-huh. a Christian blog and a Christian greeting card business. Um, so that wasn't nearly as like, I don't know, scary. But mm. when I started blogging, oh, like I wanted nobody <laughs> to know. Yeah, that's how I felt like, about my podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. When I started my Instagram account, because I started a new one, I didn't just uh-huh. turn my, like, personal one into my, like, my, my blogging Instagram. Uh-huh. I I remember being so upset when, like, Instagram, apparently, <laughs> if you create a new account, Instagram automatically, like, notifies your friends. Was, yes. At least this was, this was the case four years ago. And so everyone, like, got notified somehow and started following me. And we're like, what are you doing? What's this? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, go away. <laughs> I don't want you following me. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
but yeah it's scary it's scary for sure (laughs) it is because like I guess my Instagram my main one the one that I have just like where I post random pictures and stuff of my life with my friends and I made an Instagram account for my podcast I'm starting to post a little bit more on there but I haven't been as fully engaged on that one Mm -hmm. but some of my friends go oh I found out you did a podcast like a while back I'm like oh yeah I guess I'll announce it to everybody and then (laughs) it's like about that yeah, yeah I'm like oh darn like freaking Instagram <laughs> yeah um what was the so I know the reason behind your cards with your faith but was there another like reason why you wanted uh, like to start that like I know you already talked about it but you want to like talk a little bit more about it like get more in depth yeah absolutely so I actually started off with um well okay so the inspiration came out of shopping because i we, we covered the shopping thing I like yeah so i was like out mm-hmm. and i just kind of like started to notice like all of these like shops and boutiques and everything and like they didn't they were beautiful but they weren't like there's like how often do you go into a shop that like glorifies god or has anything exactly there's there's some though actually what is that one there is one um that's like turned into like a thing like it's really big um it's christian clothing company but not like oh, really? christian t-shirts. it's like full-on just like like cute clothes like not that christian t-shirts are cute but you know what i mean like dresses and like all the things yeah um oh man i wish i could remember the name of it because it is super cute and like worth a follow but um i'll come anyway, eventually <laughs> yeah well like so but this was like years ago so i went mm-hmm. i i didn't see anything like that and i was like man i wish that like there were more businesses that were more christ-centered because like we got like chick-fil-a and like that's it <laughs> 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 so yeah that's- we got hobby lobby <laughs> Bobby, it's true. Go Bobby, Bobby, and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Two steps forward. Yeah. So I just saw this, like, disconnect. And uh-huh. I was like, why aren't there more, like, thriving businesses mm-hmm. that glorify God? I don't understand. Yeah. And that, that was honestly, like, where everything kind of came from. And so I kind of got this idea for, like, I would love to expand this to be more, like, more than just greeting cards. Um, yeah. But to have just like more of like a boutique style, that would be mm-hmm. like my dream at some point. It's just like this Christian boutique where I'd offer like jewelry, uh, yeah, jewelry, greeting cards, um, books, devotionals, some clothing, like a whole like a whole thing. But um, right now, my inspirations are more like rifle paper and papyrus and like you know, so purely the mm-hmm. greeting card aspect. But um, but yeah, I just wanted some, I, I was just so motivated by that. And I wanted something that glorified God. And that was really beautiful. All at the same time, I feel like sometimes like Christian branded, um, mm-hmm. it can, it's just dated. And like, I'm like, where, where are creatives? Where are the yeah. people who like have some, <laughs> that's just mean. I was going to say, <laughs> where are the people who have style, but like, that's just mean. <laughs> <Yeah. talk> that. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah um so yeah that that was kind of like the the motivation and I've seen so since then I don't Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm the only person that God's put that on my heart because I've seen so many people who like um who just seem to have a very similar idea it's like this is a it's a this uh Christian jewelry and Mm -hmm. instead of saying I I don't know 
something not Christian. I can't think of anything right now. But it'll it'll have like scripture on. It'll have, you know like I, I'm seeing or like a cross or, or yeah, a cute yeah, cute design, cutely designed crosses or something. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just feel like I see more and more of these things, and it's it makes me happy. I feel like this is something that God's wanting to do is like this revival of entrepreneurship and businesses <laughs> that are Christ centered. So I think it's cool. It's funny you say that about like, you know, having the businesses and expanding your business. I don't know if you ever watched the 700 Club because I, I do this from time to time. And ever since I started watching that, I always felt like I wanted to start a network with people like create like a profile on like, you know, a social media, like whether you're, you know, have a business, a podcast or like, you know, some like a Bible study thing. I, I always wanted to connect with other Christians and like have one big network and be like, hey, this is what I have. Like follow me, like come and like support me kind of thing. I don't even know if that even makes sense. But I want to always do something like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like there's there's so many fun ideas that are yet wait to be explored. And the, another thing on top of that, though, is like <laughs> if you do do something and it doesn't work out, like I would never think of it as like a waste of time because usually you've grown in some way. And mm-hmm. like it's there's always like a positive that comes out of a negative, even if it doesn't yes. work out, you know, that's very true. Yep. What kind of things does someone need to start your business like you did? In other words, like, I know you already said brainstorm, but what else did you, like, need to, like, you know, start? Yeah, um, I actually, like, kind of went back to school. Like, not really, because mm-hmm. it wasn't official, and I didn't pay anybody to do <laughs> anything. <laughs> but I had to learn graphic design, and, you know, you can learn anything on YouTube. And so I taught myself graphic design, how to use Illustrator, how to use InDesign, and I'm still, like, a little weak on Photoshop, but mm-hmm. I can I know more than I used to, so that's good. You'll, you'll get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I, I had, there were definitely skills I had to learn. I had to, um, learn how to do certain things like that. I had to learn the greeting card business, which was, again, if you're into it, then like, it's not going to be torture. It's going to be really fun. So I loved like, you know, feeling different papers and different, like checking out the different sizes that I can print on and the um, paper quality and what kind of ink. And I do, um, gold foil and like different foil types. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like, I had to learn all of that and, um, and just kind of really immersed myself in it and I love it. It's really, really fun. But I didn't have any experience in that at all. It was also if I had to learn. And the same thing when it comes to blogging, like I had to, um, I've taken like so many courses at this point of like how do you <laughs> blog and how do you market and how do you promote and, how, you know, all of that stuff, because it's not exactly intuitive. You have to, no. you have to be intentional about how you go about it. So they make it look so easy. And then when you're in the receiving end of it yourself, you're like, this is so not easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. But I mean, I look I look back at all like how I built it. And I'm like, man, I was motivated because like, <laughs> look at the stuff I did. <laughs> yeah, like look at me go. <laughs> yeah, go Tiffany, go. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> how do you know how to make your cards? Like for example, like the layout and the colors. Alone? Like, do you just pick like whatever fits, or like, is there like a day that you feel like, oh, this color should be like green and blue, or like yellow, and like it has to have this first, like. How do you correlate to make it, like, beautiful? Um, 
I think that I, well, so for one, I've definitely grown in design and just like mm-hmm. having an eye for what works and what just doesn't work. And I'm actually really happy I started with the blog first and then did the cards because like when I first started blogging, I was into really like bold colors that I'm not necessarily <laughs> into anymore. Uh-huh. Um, like I look, as I look at some of my old graphics, just like Pinterest graphics and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, old Pinterest. oh no, yeah, I'm just like, oh no, no, like, so. <laughs> Like the Tiffany of today would never make anything that the Tiffany of four years ago made. And that's all like you just grow in like your design and your mm-hmm. the creative side really just gets better and better. And that's really fun. Um, but for colors, like I just know, I feel like you have to kind of know yourself and what comes out of you creatively is what's already inside of you, I guess. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And yeah, no, it does. Um, I definitely, there's definitely like a color scheme and a palette that I, I go towards. Before, it was like much more bold bright colors and now I would never <laughs> you're like no that's not how it works <laughs> yeah yeah like I mean if you so like for my blog and everything like it's very kind of like earthy toned um light pinks light uh like a light purple some browns like nothing even the blacks are not a true black they're just kind of like a softer toned black and so those are those are the things that the colors that I gravitate towards I rely heavily on Pinterest for um like I would just put together like a mood board mm-hmm. and then I would see like what are the colors that I really like and I, I just love colors like I actually I'm not a painter in any way I <laughs> maybe at some point that could be a hobby or something but like, mm-hmm. that's not that's not what I do but I so I would just like look at all like, the color schemes on Pinterest and then I would put it into Illustrator and use like to play with the colors in Illustrator and try to figure out like what colors do I like what colors should go where and I, it's just kind of like a, a playing thing so sometimes I have to like I don't know, mess around with it more until it just looks the way I want it to look. And then other times it's very like, yeah, that's the color I want. Like, like you know, right away that it is like what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, so for, especially for some of my cards, um, I have a card that's be bold, uh, be brave and courageous. And it has the Bible verse. I can't remember exactly what, where that Bible verse comes from, but I knew I wanted a bold color. So it's a it's a red card, kind of like a, a very, it reminds me of like a Malbec red wine or something, <laughs> a very like, you know, robust kind of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the Castor Cares one, that's like, it's a very soft, like um, purple, like a soft purple kind of color, bluish purple. And I just wanted something comforting, something very just like, you know, it eases your mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's definitely certain things, like certain colors I have in mind when I'm creating that, I want the color to evoke some sort of mood and some sort of like emotion almost. And those, that is very intentional. But when it comes to the brand and stuff, it's just like the, the color scheme for my brand are like the colors I wear. Like it's just like who I am. It's it's just who you are. Yeah. 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 Any last advice or tips you would like to give to someone about faith or starting your own business? Um, yes, I do. Okay. (laughs) The tips about faith, I would say, um, that Jesus loves you and you know it doesn't matter if you are like walking super close with him right now or mm-hmm. not like he he's never gonna um, give up on you and you're never too far gone you can always return to him mm-hmm. and he's like he's so thrilled when you do amen <laughs> yeah it's just like his his grace and his love is just unfathomable but um, and if you want to go deeper in your faith, it's just like, I would, I would definitely recommend diving into the Bible and starting with, um, I love the book of John, but the gospels in general are really wonderful just to understand mm-hmm. who Jesus is and 
trying to get to know him and definitely checking out the Bible project and certain things. If Bible study is something to struggle with, which I think it's something that everyone struggles with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would, I would definitely look into the Bible project. And if you just Google like Bible, so let's just take the book of John, for instance, like Bible mm-hmm. studies on the book of John. Um, actually, I have done that before on YouTube. Like you will find something, like you will find insight into it. And so if you're willing to poke and pry and look around, you can, you, there are resources out there for you. Um, and once you do that and, you know, you're leaning on him and praying and putting your trust in him, you will grow. It'll, it'll happen. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Do you want to list your um, links? Like if anybody wants to connect with you or follow you or anything? Yeah. So my blog is lavendervines.com. My greeting card shop is lavendervinesco.com. And um, my social media, the ones that I really focus on are Instagram. And so my my personal Instagram account is XO Tiffany Nicole. And then my greeting card Instagram Instagram account is Lavender Vines Co. So we yeah. will list that in the show notes. Thank you, my new friend. It was so much fun having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye.